Welcome to Manufacturing Talk Radio, your source for breaking news, business trends, and economic forecasts here and abroad that impact one-third of America's economy. And now your hosts, Lou Weiss and Tim Grady. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Manufacturing Talk Radio. My name is Tim Grady. I'm here with my co-host, Lou Weiss. And we're going to be talking with Patrick Moorhead, who is Chief Marketing Officer for a startup called PriceFX. We'll learn some interesting things about how to improve profitability through price optimization in manufacturing. And since we are all about manufacturing and love manufacturing, we're glad to have him with us. Thank you for having me. Uh, good morning, Patrick. This is Lou. Uh, good morning. Just Good morning. Uh, just before uh, showtime, shortly before I was talking to our engineer and about some of the observations that uh, Tim and I make uh, over the course of the last uh, six years that we're doing this show, that a significant, if not probably the most important part of manufacturing, uh, particularly in this country today, is technology and software and we would not attain any uh, efficiencies any greater profitability uh, we also have a, a worker shortage and skill shortage so you know which came first the chicken or the egg uh, in the case of Japan they built robots because they lost a whole generation of men so they adopted and you know they, they're the leaders in the world on robots and here in this country, in order to manufacturing's, I think, greatest, greatest potential of any kind of growth, stability, and so on, is software and um, uh, that type of technology and the interaction between software and equipment. Uh, so that's just an observation I was just looking to share. And uh, I'm sure you will agree with it 10,000%. I do. So, uh, Patrick, tell us, Patrick, tell us a little about PriceFX. Uh, you've got quite a storied background. You've been with some major companies. You've been with some that were more fledgling in their operations. What got you to to jump into this particular startup? Thanks for asking. Yeah, I've, I, my career path has been one of winding roads. I began my journey in marketing and advertising on the ad agency side, and I worked for a number of large global ad agencies that really exposed me to a variety of different activities in advertising and marketing, from brand strategy to event marketing to public relations and digital media. And I switched gears halfway through my career and went into the product technology software side of the business after getting some exposure to that at Microsoft and spent some time at large tech organizations, including Catalina, which is a CPG promotions company that's data driven uh, and inside Twitter for almost two years. Uh, at that moment in time, I got the opportunity to join a very small 35-person startup software company in Chicago and lead their marketing effort. And a light bulb went on for me that in the role of marketing leadership in these small startup tech environments, I was able to sort of wear all the hats that I had discreetly worn over my previous careers all at once. 
and uh, that's a really exciting. Um, so prior to joining PriceFX, I helped to build a small 35-person software company to be more than 200 people, and along the way raised nearly $35 million for that organization. And I met the founders of PriceFX in the late part of 2018, and had really great engagement with them, and saw them as a natural jumping point uh, after that after that initial sort of foray into startup software. Um, and I met them at a time when they had really great commercial traction, really great revenue growth, and a rock solid product. And they needed help to bring that forward into a real unified brand marketing story and develop a marketing capability that would propel them into the future. So that's what I'm doing here today. I lead a marketing organization of, uh, of 14 uh, marketing professionals across the world. Uh, and we have total jurisdiction over how the company presents itself from a brand marketing and brand story point of view, advertising, promotions, public relations, event marketing, and demand generation. Do you know anything about the audio-video podcast industry? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Only as a speaker on shows like this. (laughs) Okay. So sorry to interrupt. Oh, that's fine. So a little bit about price effects. Uh, The company is a SaaS software provider of a solution that helps enterprise manufacturers uh, do better in understanding their pricing, managing their pricing, and delivering their pricing into their sales organizations to achieve greater margin and profitability growth. The company was founded by uh, 3X pricing software giant veterans. Uh, They all worked for big uh, sort of established players in the pricing software business. And they all met and realized they were equally frustrated with the approaches that each of their companies were taking to delivering these kind of solutions and results to the marketplace. And they left their jobs and decided to create a solution that would meet all the gaps that were existing in their existing employers. So they built PriceFX from the ground up. It took them about a year to do it. And almost immediately when they launched it into the marketplace, they got success. Uh, Their first customer was Bosch in Europe. And since then, over the last four years, the company has grown revenue 100% year over year. Uh, But that's three consecutive years. Uh, We've grown to serve over 100 customers globally. We have a heavy emphasis in industrial manufacturing. We count more than 20 leaders in that space as customers today. And the solution is unique because it's both cost efficient for those customers to deploy and it drives tremendous results, both in terms of top line and bottom line financial performance for the companies that use it well. Well, that's, uh, that's quite a growth pattern. How long are you doing this? The company's been in business for around five years and the growth mm-hmm. has really taken off in the last three I joined the company at the beginning of 2019, uh, and we finished 2019 on that same pace at around 90% growth year over year, and we're planning to do that same growth in 2020. That's quite incredible. So why don't we jump right in so that the listeners can understand what this product is all about and why you've become quite the success? Sure, of course. Here we go. So, so Patrick, uh, the manufacturer, 
calling you and saying, saying, help me understand how this product helps me. Is that yeah. the conversation? And if so, how does that go? Well, our conversation would typically start with a customer like that who at least has the awareness that the way they're managing their pricing could be better. One data point that I often use is that more than 50% of customers who buy price effects software are switching to us from using Excel in their organization as the main tool for managing pricing. Now, Excel is a great tool. Microsoft's a great company, but it wasn't built to do this job. And in the case of a company that's doing more than 50 million in revenue a year, they are likely managing a highly complex landscape of thousands of SKUs of product. Uh, they're managing both the cost to produce that product, but also what the market will pay for those products. And they're managing individual customer relationships that may require promotions, that may require discounting, that may require different configurations and volume. There are all kinds of factors and levers that go into the way that a price on a product ultimately gets delivered into the hands of a customer. And that complexity is not suited for the type of tool that Excel is. Uh, and our conversations often begin with customers by simply saying, what is your price management strategy today? Uh, what is the tool that you're using for price management today? And what if we could show you a tool that would provide you with significantly more horsepower while also providing a lot of flexibility and added a layer of intelligence to help you make decisions about pricing in the global sense, but also helped your salespeople make smart decisions about pricing orders to customers in real time. And that's essentially what PriceFX is able to do for manufacturing customers. They, the tool is designed to help efficiently manage the pricing guidance and rules that companies use to enable their salespeople to do business with customers. And at the same time, capitalize on the intelligence that can be delivered through business automation to point out places where a specific deal may be sacrificing margin or where there's room for profitability in a specific deal that the salesperson may not find on their own. This, uh, <clears throat> this, this is quite incredible. So let me ask you this. Typically, I mean, you've been doing this now long enough. Uh, the the ROI on your product uh, basically comes from uh, efficiency and cost savings and so on. What is what's the turnaround time on uh, increased prof profitability and uh, you know return on investment uh, based on uh, costs of the operation? Yeah, that's a great question. So we we do enjoy a very industry leading uh, measurement when it comes to that. Most of the pricing optimization and management platforms available to manufacturers today come with a significant price tag. And by significant, I mean seven figures a year. Also, those solutions tend to be very cumbersome to implement. Typically, the providers we compete with want to install hardware in the business. They want to install custom software on top of that hardware. And of course, that requires an army full of people in order to do. 
Uh, and so the cost has been a barrier to manufacturers unlocking the potential of pricing optimization and management. And that is one of the key things that our company has looked to address as we deliver our product. So our product is delivered in a matter of weeks and it gets delivered in a subscription format that ranges anywhere from 150000 to $250,000 a year versus $1 million and up a year. Uh, and because of the investment is such, the, and the timeline for implementation is such, we find our customers are able to have the software pay for itself within the first year to year and a half that they implement it in their business. The way they ROI it is a combination of efficiency gains in the organization, but also, and maybe more importantly, profitability gains in the business. One of the key things that our software can do is help a manufacturer understand where they may be leaving money on the table with specific customers or with regard to certain products by analyzing their historical transaction data and helping them optimize the way that they're, they're pricing their products to their customers. Do you find, uh, and that's an interesting point about uh, knowing that you've got two on the table, uh, is that an often experience in uh, the implementation of programs and uh, with your customers? Do they often find that they're, it is? It is, I yes. You'd be, you'd be amazed. And, and it won't sound odd, I think, to your listeners when I say that often pricing is a, I won't say it's an ignored function, but it's certainly not a top of mind function. For a strategic business leader, they, um, they're they dealing with a wide variety of strategic concerns on how they're operating the business, how they're managing the people, and how they're addressing the market. And pricing is not often one of those strategic considerations. That is because pricing is difficult to do it often takes special skills to do it well, and the tooling to do those that work is complicated and expensive as well. So it winds up being maybe not as high of mind to the business leader as it could or should be. However, mm-hmm. when we introduce a tool like PriceFX into the conversation and simplify the solution to a problem that will remain complex, which is pricing, Simplifying the access point to pricing as a lever for strategic decision-making now enables that executive to look and say, okay, now that I have a better set of information to work with, I can understand that this line of products is not performing as profitability as this line of product, and I can make choices and changes to the way that I'm doing that and do that easily through this tool. I think pricing, uh, in many cases, is left in the hands of sellers because the idea is that sellers know their customers and sellers know their marketplace and thus we'll tell them sort of where where the floor is uh but even that floor can be permeable for you know loyal customers or preferred relationships uh and it's on the shoulders of the individual seller to sort of manage their customer and their deal towards being both profitable and margin efficient the purpose of our tool and really the purpose of price optimization in enterprise is to eliminate the guesswork for the salesperson. So that salesperson can deliver a quote to the customer that the customer is not going to choke on, but that also is strictly providing 
the margin and profitability targets that the business executive is saying are important to hit. And it's in that context that, um, that the software really becomes powerful. When, uh, when we ingest pricing data from a customer, when we ingest CRM data from a customer, and we start to really run our analytics layer on that data, it becomes very obvious to see which customers are profitable over time, which customers are not over time, and even within those customers, what specific aspects of those customers' orders typically wind up being less profitable or having less margin for, for the manufacturer. Patrick, I just want to kind of go back to something you touched on earlier and understand it a, a little more. This tool, the software as a service, does it reach as far back as raw materials coming into the manufacturer, tracks everything moving through so that you can ultimately end up with a really well understood and accurate price at the end that accounts for everything that went into the product? Indeed, yes it does. The, uh, the software is omnivorous when it comes to data. And in fact, <laughs> the way we deploy it today uh, it comes pre-built with integrations to most major ERP systems, to most major CRM systems. We live natively inside SAP. We live natively inside Microsoft Dynamics. Uh, and we live natively inside Salesforce. And that's just three of, of many pre-built API configurations that we can use with PriceFX. We're able to ingest and then use and combine really any data set that the customer can provide. So provided that the manufacturer has that level of detail in their supply chain uh, and is able to provide that data into our system, our system can help them integrate that data into both the way that they understand pricing at the analytics level, but then also executing that intelligence in the price management layer. And does it interface with their uh, accounting system? For instance, I get raw materials in uh, on my loading dock and I get an invoice from my chemical supplier and I enter the invoice into my accounting system and I may use those chemicals in a variety of ways for a variety of products. Uh, it sounds like your software tracks or needs to track and probably does an incredible amount of input in order to come up with accurate pricing at the end result. Incredible. Well, that's that's right. And so, price effects doesn't do those functions. So the the uh, uh, supply chain ingestion, the supply chain management, those functions ideally would be covered by an enterprise resource platform uh, that okay. a business is likely already using to sort of track and manage those functions within the production of their product provided that they are using an enterprise resource platform to do that, those platforms generally then could furnish that data into PriceFX as an input to the pricing optimization and management process. The, uh, uh, I'm sorry, you, you, you caught me off guard there for a minute. We're operating today on a, on a partially down audio video portion of our, our show, so Tim and I can't see one another. So forgive our stumbling and bumbling a bit. <laughs> um, it's uh, it's uh, it's 
you know, when you're missing some of the technology that you need, which is what we were talking about earlier, you wind up really missing it. Uh, so that being said, uh, on, on a going forward uh, basis, Patrick, uh, where, where do you see your uh, technology going? I mean, uh, as, as we know in technology, if it can do this, it can do that. So uh, yeah. what, what is it down the road that you think that you're going to be able to build on, add on? What are your customers asking for? Are they asking for the impossible? Can you meet this, those impossible challenges? <laughs> and, uh, you know, just let us know because your type of company, and I, 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 I'm not patronizing, but your, your type of company is the kind that is going to continue to go, grow, and change, and evolve. And we like to hear about that. And, sure. uh, you know, have uh, put out your new information and continuing information. And we'd like to be able to help your company make a difference for those who need help. So that yeah. being said, the floor is yours. Thank you. I appreciate that. So we we approach our entire business along three guiding principles, and we call them the F words. And we they're oh, the good F uh -oh. words. <laughs> um, our, our F-Words guiding principles are fast, flexible, and friendly. And everything that we do as a company, from the way that everyone goes to work every day to the products that we make to the uh, results that we deliver for customers, we try really hard to pay out those fast, flexible, and friendly F-Words. And mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's an easy way to understand kind of the choices that we make as we look down the road. So our, our customers are not asking us for the impossible by and large. They're asking us to do the things for them that seem like they should already have been done. Uh, it's things like, hey, you have a great platform, but I'm a first timer in this whole price management optimization world. Can you help me get up and running faster? So to meet that question, we are we're planning to launch uh, later this year, a whole package of capabilities in the software called accelerators. Accelerators are really sort of templated configurations that are designed to meet the needs of specific industries. And industrial manufacturing and discrete manufacturing are top among those for us. Um, mm. We have good experience in those. So what we've done is we've sort of harnessed and summarized the learnings of our implementations over the past few years on behalf of those type of customers and built into the software pre-configured uh, dashboards, pre-configured API connectors to the systems that we find there most often, pre-configured data setups uh, so that when a new customer walks in who may not have familiarity or organizational skill with using pricing software, we can provide them with starting points to say, here is the way that a typical pricing uh, analytics dashboard is configured for a manufacturer of your type. And all you need to do is click and adopt that in the software, and you can customize it from there. And that's a good example of where I think our, our fast and flexible values sort of come to light in the form of a, a product. We also really believe in transparency. And the idea that being a friendly company means that we're not doing something in a black box, in a back room in secret, that's gonna have an impact on your business. So we're very interested in this idea of evolving our company to be a platform that 
that sits as a connector in between different functions in the business, whether that's enterprise resource planning, whether that's customer relationship management, whether that's uh, 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 product lifecycle management tools, uh, that they can connect in easily with our platform and that our platform can then provide the outputs it creates back into those systems in an effortless way. And we don't have anything to hide. So we're, we like to describe ourselves as a white box solution or a clear box solution. Uh, we are always willing to go with the customer and show them what we're doing, show them how we're doing it so there's no confusion, no smoke and mirrors. Uh, everyone can be really, really grounded in the, the way the software is built, what it's intended to do, how it's configured, and how it delivers results and, and connects with other systems. So the way I see some of your methodology is that you are having your clients help you build the master platform because every time they come up with a um, uh, uh, an issue, you come up with a solution and then include it, ultimately include it into the entire platform so it's available uh, perhaps to other companies of similar companies or similar products or what have you. So it's like a almost like a directory of solutions. Correct. That's exactly our vision. And it, the immediate thing that often comes up is, well, wait a minute, what about my secret sauce? What about the, you know, the specific innovation that I'm able to make around how I manage my ship and debit or how I manage my freight costs? And the answer to that is we put a lot of effort in on our side to make sure that we can leverage the best practices from across a slate of industry customers without compromising the unique customizations and competitive advantages that they're able to create for themselves in our platform. Great answer. Great answer. It, it, it couldn't be more spot on. What do you think, Tim? Yeah, I think it's excellent. Uh, Patrick, I'm just curious. I'm sure you've got some success stories, and we'd love to hear them. And I'm sure our listeners would love to hear them. Can you share a couple of those with us? Sure. I like to brag about a couple of customers, particularly in the um, in the manufacturing industry. So one of those uh, is a company called John Crane, uh, and some listeners may may know that company. Um, John Crane adopted the Price Effect solution about 18 months ago, and they specifically adopted it. Uh, with the idea that they felt their deal cycle time among their sales representatives was too long. It was taking them, on average, 17 days to originate an order, to quote it to cash, to, to get through approvals for that order form, and then get the order form to the customer in a way that the customer would accept it. 17 days for that process. And there's a whole bunch of reasons why, and I won't talk too much about why, but they are probably familiar uh, reasons to anybody listening, ranging from outdated processes to broken tools to lack of clarity about what needed to be true in the configuration of an order for a customer. And so we met them uh, at an industry event and were able to show them our capability around cost, quote, uh, of CPQ, right? Configure price quote uh, capability with price effects. And we've implemented that for them and reduced their contract cycle time from 17 days to about five minutes. 
So the actual <laughs> metric in terms of the actual metric in, in there is uh, they have they estimate they've captured about 163,000 percent efficiency improvement in the way that they configure, price, and deliver quoting to their customers. There's a couple of reasons inside there for that, um, but this is a company that has 700 sales representatives across the globe. Um, it's implemented in 40 different countries, and all of that occurred within an eight-month implementation cycle. So, again, you return back to our values, super fast implementation. We're not talking about a multi-year deployment schedule. Uh, the, the customer quote from Eric Johnson and John Crane that, that we talk about is this. He says, price effects is not an option but a necessity. We implemented in 40 countries in an eight-month time frame. The easy-to-use interface and speed of quoting allowed John Crane to gain 100% adoption with all 700 sales reps across the globe. And then back to that 17 days to 5 minutes efficiency gain. So without putting, a dollar, without putting a dollar value on it, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to understand how capturing that much efficiency in the process that their 700 salespeople use to take customer orders, generate quotes, get them approved, and deliver them back to customers is having on, on that business. And you can dream about the, uh, the bottom line contribution of that efficiency. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's amazing. So why don't we tell our, our uh, listeners where you are, uh, your, your uh, URL information, in, uh, uh, your email information, and uh, uh, give them the ability to get in touch with you. Sure, love to do that. Uh, again, you can find us online at pricefx.com. It's P-R-I-C-E, the letter F and the letter X, all is one word, dot com. There's contact information right on the homepage. Uh, there's also tons of content on our site, and we always brag about this. Um, we are dedicated to publishing lots of valuable information about how and why pricing matters and how to do a good job with pricing. So hopefully your listeners will visit and, and find that content useful as they're getting smarter about how to implement this. Uh, my personal information, you can reach me at marketing at pricefx.com. And uh, me or one of my team will be happy to respond to any of the questions that you send us in there. You can also follow me on Twitter if you're so inclined, and my handle is at Shy Media Guy, and that's C H I like Chicago, where I'm located in the U.S. A Shy Media Guy? I don't know. Does that <laughs> exist? <laughs> Only because it's Chicago, Patrick. We really appreciate you joining us. You've built obviously a great tool. Uh, if any of our listeners are now sitting staring at their Excel spreadsheets on their screen. There is, in fact, a much less painless way to get to proper pricing. So, Patrick, thank you for joining us. I, I do it's been have, my pleasure. Uh, I do have one question. Do you have any shows that you're coming up uh, going to anytime soon? Will yeah, we, we attend all the major um, pricing industry events. So the, the probably the primary one in the United States is the Professional Pricing Society. Uh, they will host two events really? in the U.S. this year. One is in Chicago uh, here in the spring. The next one will be in Los Angeles in the fall, and then one in Europe, I believe, in Barcelona in the late fall, uh, October, November timeframe. We'll I'll also be what. showing up at the uh, New York Nail Your Pricing Strategy Summit 
uh, I believe also taking place in Chicago later this year. You can book a demo of the Price Effects software anytime, 24 hours a day, by visiting PriceEffects.com. Okay. And the other thing is, uh, if you send us the list of those uh, particular exhibitions, uh, we'll be happy to put it on your page where this uh, show will be airing, and uh, these people can see the, uh, those shows where you'll be at, and uh, maybe somebody will come down and talk at you. Talk with well, that's you. That's great. Hope to see them. Thank you. Appreciate yeah, that. You're going to be at Modex by any chance coming up this uh, April? Uh, I had not planned on it, but perhaps you could send me the details, and maybe I will. Uh, well, just go to modex.com, M-O-D-E-X.com. Uh, more than that, I, I don't have. So uh, we are going to be there ourselves. Uh, we will be the walking attendees. Awesome. Thank you for so, that. In Atlanta. Okay, Tim? Well, again, we appreciate having Patrick Moorhead with us, who is the Chief Marketing Officer for PriceFX.com. And obviously an easy way to find it, applying PriceFX is P-R-I-C-E-F-X.com. Check them out because they've got a great tool for helping you to price, and it sounds like the ROI is very quick. Uh, you know, anything under two years is a winner, so uh, take a serious look at PriceFX.com. And, uh, Lou, we've got a bunch of shows. We've, we've put together more than 400 in MFGTalkRadio.com, which is our primary uh, product that we put out. And then we have got our Women and Manufacturing podcast and Where's Willie and Manufacturing Matters with Cliff Waldman. Cliff has kicked off a new show called Cliff Notes that he does once a month. I suggest you tune into that. And well, I wanted, full time with Amy. Go ahead, Lou. Uh, uh, something you don't know about. So we're up to we were one <laughs> uh, one podcast, and then there were two podcasts, and then there were now five that you've been talking about. So let me be the proud uh, uh, telling the proud father that there, we are going to be shortly seven shows, seven podcasts, uh. all about manufacturing. So uh, if you're enjoying it now, Tim, you're going to absolutely enjoy it that much more down the road. Oh, excellent. <laughs> excellent. Always exciting to hear that we continue to expand the universe, that we, we address manufacturing. A lot of people will tell you it's, uh, you know, it's 12% of the economy, uh, well, yes, if you just measure the factory floor, that's a true statement. If you measure everybody who actually works at a manufacturing facility and all of the upstream and downstream places that are touched by manufacturing, it is a third or better of the U.S. GDP. So that's why we think it's so important to get the message out, particularly to the millennials, Gen X, Y, and Z that are looking at what's my next career going to be and where is it kind of cool to work. And if you think about just R&D alone, the vast majority of that exists in manufacturing. So, Lou, we're always excited to talk about it, aren't we? Yeah, you sound almost like a uh, television evangelist. <laughs> I'm working on my uh, manufacturing talk radio infomercial, and you can get that with the Ginsu Nice. 
<laughs> so we, <laughs> we and, you, and if you order our... now, if you order now, you get two for the same price. That's right. Just stay an extra shipping and handling charge. Yeah. Uh, but they Ed were Norton manufactured and, somewhere. Ed Norton and Jackie Gleason did that years ago on TV. Yes, it was. <laughs> and now we're, doing, now we're doing it on uh, uh, podcast and video and so on. So, okay. It's time so for everyone. And go back to work. <laughs> That's right. So everyone, uh, tune in to us often because we have shows that are popping up on our websites constantly. And thank you for listening to this episode of Manufacturing Talk Radio. Thanks for joining us on Manufacturing Talk Radio. You can hear our next broadcast each Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at mfgtalkradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.